Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me tonight, I actually have Michelle. Say hello to everybody. Hi, John. Hey. And I just want to say welcome back to the show. It's been a while. The last time we were on, uh, we ended up reviewing... Uh, what movie did we end up reviewing at that time? Don't Tell Them The Babysitter's Dead? Yep, that was it. Yep, that's what I thought. So you guys can actually catch that on the audio version of the podcast. But... You know, there's just something that I've been wondering about, though, too, and I know that you've been uh, wondering about this, is the streaming movies at home versus watching movies at the theater. I thought this was a very good topic that you chose because this is something that I've been wondering about. I know you have a daughter. I know it's a convenience issue, though, too, when it comes down to streaming movies at home, and it's probably more of a convenience issue, right? Yeah, I mean, um, who wants to pay $30 to watch a movie at home? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. I here's the thing. I I don't agree with Disney Plus whenever they're charging thirty bucks to go ahead and stream a movie when you can just go down to the theater. It, I know that we're during COVID and everything else, but when you actually look at it and stuff like that, um, thirty dollars is definitely overpriced for a movie that you don't know if you're going to like and you're not even going to get the chance to keep it. And that's I totally agree with you. Honestly, like if it was okay, I paid for it on Disney Plus for the $30, and now it was saved somehow so that I could watch it whenever I wanted, I could at least justify paying $30 for it. Exactly. But the fact that I'm going to watch it for, what, once, and and then I have it for, what, I think 24 hours, and then it's poof, it's gone. I There's no way. No, definitely not. I, no movie is worth $30. Don't get me wrong. I know over here, I drive... Now, to, a, to the theater I go to is like a mom and pop's theater. It's like 20, 20 minutes away from here. But they don't play every movie, right? They don't play all the, some of the blockbusters that I want to see or whatever. So, therefore, I have to drive 45 minutes away to a theater that does. And the way I see it at one time was the fact, you know, I spend $20 for gas. Then, after that, you're going to go out to eat. You're going to go ahead and spend you know, about maybe $20, $25 if it's just you you don't have kids or anything like that. And also you're on your very first date with somebody, for example. So you're spending close to maybe the same price that you would pay paying for a movie online. So therefore you might as well go on ahead and rent the movie for $30. But then I started thinking to myself, you know, I can change my mind at any time, especially after realizing too, that you don't even get to keep the movie it's, and you don't even know if you're going to like the movie to begin with. At least at the theater or whatever, you can go ahead and enjoy, try and enjoy the movie and enjoy it with others and see what the outcome is later on. Well, exactly. So here's the whole thing is like, yeah, all right, you have to drive further. Maybe you wind up spending more than 30 bucks because, like you said, you're going on a date and you're getting popcorn and you're paying for a soda. But you're paying for the experience of going to the theater, sitting down in the big black dark theater with your surround sound and your popcorn and your big giant soda. Like, that's the experience that you're looking for. Sitting down on your front of your TV at home, you can do that and not pay $30 extra. Exactly. And, you know, I ended up watching a couple of movies through the streaming service like HBO Max and stuff like that. I, mean, I have to I have to be honest with you. I was kind of let down by some of the uh, stuff that I ended up endearing on HBO Max. For instance, we had the little things with Denzel Washington. Then, of course, the Tom and Jerry movie. Then we had some other stuff that came out. Kong versus Godzilla, which, you know, I'm there for just the <laughs> fights itself. Right. But, you know, I was let down by it because of the fact it was mostly focused on the human aspect and not so much on the fighting aspect of Godzilla versus Kong. And I was just imagining myself paying money to go see that movie and being totally let down. But, you know, I did go to the theaters to see this and I was actually. I ended up liking the fight segments, but it doesn't take away from the fact how I actually felt about the movie in itself. But there is a such thing as being let down and also to having that experience with the crowd, but still, you never know what you're going to come out with. Right. Now, generally, I feel like if you're going to go to the movie theater to see a movie, it's like a special treat. It's Mm -hmm. something that you wouldn't do every weekend or, you know, even once a month. That's like a lot to me to do that. So, um, so like at home to sit down and do it, 
like you said, okay, I didn't really pay for it. It is what it is. If I went to the theater and saw it, I'd have been let down. But I also feel like you probably wouldn't have necessarily gone to see a movie like that in theaters, knowing that it might be a let down. You know what I mean? You kind of save up to wait for the movie that you're really excited for, that you've been really looking forward to seeing for a long time. Exactly. Like Kong versus Godzilla. Now, with little things, I would definitely hold my money for something else (laughs) because of the fact, don't get me wrong, I like Denzel Washington. I love Jared Leto and everything else. And I also like the actor that, uh, Rami Malek, for example. But all three of them, uh, to me, the movie was just a total letdown with that. And I'm like, if I went and saw this movie, if I went on and spent money to go see the little things, I would have been upset with myself for spending that because I was expecting something more. And because I was expecting something something more from the trailer I saw, you know, I was like, okay, I've wasted my whole entire two and a half hours that I can't get back. Right. Right. Exactly. And see, and I did watch the little things also. And I agree. Like it was, it was a cute movie, but it's not something I would have wanted to necessarily see in a theater. I would have been disappointed as well if I'd spent money to see it. Most definitely. And my question is this, like, I know you have a daughter of your own and everything, but what do you prefer? Do you, I mean, I know they, you know, we talked about a little bit about the streaming movies at home and then going in for the experience of celebrating with other people. Cause that's what I love going to the movies for is celebrating with others. Mm-hmm. But with having a kid and everything, that's probably a little bit more beneficial to you because you get to stay home and watch the movie and composite whenever. But does that also take you out of the film for doing that? So um, like we don't really str- like, I won't pay the $30 on a Disney plus for a right, movie right. that that's going to come out in two months. Cause to me, they, they always wind up coming out, releasing them free in two months anyway from right. the Disney Plus list of paid movies. So, right. like, something like that, I'm not I'm not doing that at all, to be honest. But, right. uh, but like, um, like, I've taken her to the movie theater, see, in, since the pandemic, because it was completely empty, actually. Oh, okay. uh, I took her to go see Shrek, because our movie theaters have been replaying older movies for like five bucks. Oh, you can't beat that. So, right, exactly. So I think, you know, for me, my husband, my daughter, it was like $15 and I have the, you know, the AMC reward program, whatever. So I got like my popcorn was free, whatever. So it was like 15 bucks. And I was like, you know what, let's just get out of the house, do something for a day. And we had a blast because like I said, the theater was empty anyway. She was literally <laughs> dancing in the aisles. Like that's like, awesome. Like if people had been there, of course I would have had to like, Will you gotta sit down, you gotta sit down, you gotta sit down. But because no one was there, it worked out perfectly. Exactly. I think that's awesome. And like you said, she needed something to do to get some of the energy off though as and, well. And then she enjoyed it, which and with, it may uh, not have been Shrek. a new movie, but it was a movie that we all knew we liked. And it still costs less than what a new Disney movie costs. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. (laughs) It it definitely is. And, you know, Charlie and I talked about this. If they would have just went on ahead and do what they're doing with Paramount, right? uh, Or HBO Max, rather. Well, Paramount is actually doing this. After 45 days of it being in the theater, it goes straight over to the streaming service. Right. So why am I going to pay money for it? Right. Exactly. But my thing is this. To me, I think that they can actually benefit from both angles. I think that Disney could have just went on ahead, you know, show it at the movies, and then 45 days later, go on ahead and stream it instead of charging $30 for a movie that you can't even keep. Well, and I that's I totally agree. I'd rather, if I had seen that, okay, uh, I, I want to call it, say it's called Raya, the movie with the dragons. Yeah, it's Raya. Uh, so I didn't we didn't watch it yet because they're charging $30 for it and I'm not paying right. it. And I don't know if you know, but like I'm a complete dragon fanatic. I think dragons are like the coolest things in the world. I have tattoos of dragons, everything. Me so too. like, so like the fact that I refuse to pay $30 to watch this movie, people are like, Oh, it's $30, $30. But like you said, it's not a movie that my kid can keep watching. Right. And, and in a couple months they're going to release it on Disney plus for free. Exactly. So I'll just wait. I'll just wait. <laughs> you see, that's exactly how I feel, to be honest with you, because I feel like, you know, what's the point? And now, now if a movie's like on demand for five or six bucks and it's a movie that I've 
oh, I've seen the trailer. This looks really good. I really want to watch it. I'll pay five or six bucks. Yeah. I don't care. And I'm I'm a red boxer. I like to go to the red Me box too. and pay, what is it, three bucks now for a DVD? And back well, in the day, Blockbuster. I miss mm-hmm. Blockbuster, to be honest. I do, too. I, m- I miss the smell of a Blockbuster, to be honest <laughs> right. with you. And you know, and there's only one that's actually open now. So, and I know people that actually travel out of state just to go ahead and and uh, go to a blockbuster to have that fill that fill that oh, that's that we so miss. Funny. Like I know, some, like for instance, I, I want to say it's in Wyoming. I'm not 100 sure, but I watched the documentary on Netflix, and basically you had someone that traveled out of country to come here to celebrate Blockbuster, oh, and they were ta- yeah, and they were get this, they were actually ha- taking selfies in there. They were. Uh, talking about how excited they were they were calling their friends saying hey look you know where i'm at i'm in a blockbuster <laughs> oh that's so funny that's but so yeah. funny i like honestly like we even had over in my area we had it was called a to z video mm. and it was it's the same idea as a blockbuster but it was like a mom pop shop owned type blockbuster and like that was the thing you did on a as a kid on a Friday night. Your parents took you to A to Z video, and you went and you each picked a movie. And somebody watched a movie on Friday. Somebody watched a movie on Saturday, and on Sunday you brought them all back. Like. Exactly. And you see, I also read box. I read box too, but I don't pay attention to the reviews. I can't stand the five star system. I'd rather talk to somebody than to actually uh, read through the reviews and everything. That's one of my little nitpicky parts. So. Uh, I don't really look too much at movies. I, you know, I'll pick like, oh, I like the trailer. I'll watch this movie. Right. But uh, as you know, Rick, he's a, uh, he's one of those people. He's on IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and all those things before I can even finish the trailer. So I'm like, so he's like, oh, but this only got, and I'm like, I don't care what it got. I want to watch it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And you know, another thing too that I want to mention is this, like. Um, for instance, I just got done uh, renting Willy's Wonderland from the PlayStation Store with Nicolas Cage, the new Nicolas Cage movie. And at first, it was like 20 bucks to rent. I was like, nah, I'm not spending $20 to watch Nicolas Cage play in a B-rated movie that's kind of close to uh, five, five Nights at Freddy's. I'm going to wait until the price comes down on it. And it was like 5 bucks, So I went on here and rented it for $5. Oh, perfect. Yeah, exactly. See, that's me. I'm like... 20 now nah, forget it five all right now you're talking <laughs> exactly because hey if the movie isn't that great of a film at least i can say okay i only spent five bucks on my disappointment and then i can go on ahead and pay my five dollars back into the bank <laughs> and do it right. that way right and i mean you know what like i think the only movie i really paid probably like too much money to see it was uh, the new Invisible Man. Oh yeah, that was a good with, movie. And the reason that I really, really wanted to see it is, uh, I don't know if you ever watch it, but Handmaid's Tale. The same girl is the same actress from The Handmaid's Tale. No, uh, I never, I never uh, saw her. But that was my first time, my first introduction into her a- acting ability, though. Oh well, I I'm kind of obsessed with Handmaid's Tale, so uh, it's a great show. If you okay. need a show, um, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, oh, it's the same actress. I have to see it. I have to see it. And then I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, it looks amazing. So I think we probably paid 20 bucks to rent that. And then okay. uh, when it came out in Redbox, Redbo- you know, Redbox will sell their DVDs right. they're like when they're getting rid of them anyway. Right. So I think I wound up paying 10 bucks to buy it. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. Because um, let me just say this. I, that was like the last movie I saw before Kong versus Godzilla was before the pandemic was the invisible man. And I saw that in the theater. Uh, but yeah, that movie is really good. I'm glad that you got a chance to see it. Um, but yeah, I would have to say that, you know, $10 to buy a movie is not that bad. I used to work at a video store and they really called movie gallery. And basically I would go on ahead and get some of the pre- uh, pre-used stuff as well. And right. Yeah, absolutely. We have a. It's called Fye. I don't know if they're everywhere. Um, they used to. They used to be over here, but then they ran out of business. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so uh, ours is located in our already really small, crappy little mall here, <laughs> and uh, so 
it was interesting because we we actually went to the mall a couple weeks ago and it was the first time we've been there in months and months and months you know and we went in and i was like oh let me just walk around in fye sometimes they got like the five dollar kind of movie box or whatever and i'm like let me take a look this place was almost empty and i was like are people just not coming are they going out of business like what's going on in here <laughs> but yeah they were my here's the thing i miss fye because that's where i got kiss kiss bang bang which is my favorite robert downey jr movie stuff like that and that's something that i really miss i miss uh fye for the physical content don't get me wrong i like digital because i can you know put it in my pocket and walk off or whatever but i miss the physical touch of a disc of a cd of a blu-ray or something in that context because well also the idea of being able to go in and not really know what you're looking for and winding true. up coming across a movie that's maybe one of your favorite movies you know what i found there was uh fractured a long time ago and it's uh it's got um Tarn, what's his name? Hannibal Lecter. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Is <sighs> is the main character in it. And I and I Anthony picked Hopkins. it up. Anthony Hopkins, thank you. And I saw Anthony okay. Hopkins on the front of it and I said, Oh, it's Anthony Hopkins and it's a five dollar movie. I said, if what's the worst case scenario? I threw away five dollars on a terrible movie. And it's, exactly. love, it's a great movie. <laughs> but you know, that's what I like. It's like finding treasure and, and a buried treasure. You never know what you're going to get out of that and everything. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I really love about um, doing stuff like that over at FYE. Another thing, too, is, you know, that, watching that with your family and everything for the first time also creates memories and stuff like that. So that's something else that I like about finding stuff that's like a hidden gem that you never heard of before. Right. Um, I also have to say this though, too. I ended up spending five dollars to just watch The Way Back with Ben Affleck. At first, it was like thirty dollars, and then they lowered it down to twenty, and then they lowered it down again to five bucks. Which movie so, was that? It was called The Way Back. It's got oh. Ben Affleck in it, and basically, it's about him being addicted to alcohol and what it does. What 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 it does to people's lives whenever you are consuming large amounts of alcohol. And this guy was showering with beer, uh, taking a shower with beer and drinking it while he was showering. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I definitely loved uh, Ben Affleck's performance in The Way Back. The Way Back is definitely a good movie if you're looking for a redemption kind of story and things like that. Cool. Yeah. But... Um... I, I really do miss actually like having a, like you said, like you said, like even just like going to a blockbuster on a Friday night, just flipping through the, all the different movies and trying to find the one for the weekend, you know? Exactly. That's, and, like, that's no, something I miss. And I, I feel like you go in with like a genre in mind. You're like, oh, I want, I want a good horror movie. And then you could just go to the horror section. But like, you can't really do that nowadays. I mean, like, yeah, no. I can go on Netflix and type in horror and a bunch of really bad be horror movies <laughs> will pop up and maybe a couple of good ones but you've seen them all because they're good ones right exactly and that's also too you can also go to the uh the horror website though to that horror app that they have out now yeah it's which not the same. I, no it's definitely not i miss the human interaction because i like to talk to the person and say hey look did you check this out what did you think of it not only that but going to the new release wall and seeing what they have in the horror section or whatever section that you're looking at. One minute you could be looking at a different genre going into for one genre and then you walk out with a comedy. That's true <laughs> too, something. yeah. Absolutely. Like uh, Rick and I, have, I, I don't know if you ever watch Netflix, uh, Nailed It. The it's like they're, It's like a baking show, but it's funny. It's like a really funny baking show. And uh, it's like, when we're in the mood for a comedy, sometimes we wind up watching that instead. <laughs> Just because we want the laugh, but not the two and a half hours of being trapped at a screen. Right, exactly. And I do that all the time with Hulu. It's like, okay, what do I want to watch? And then I'm like, I'm going through one genre. I'm like, eh, I guess I'll go ahead and watch this instead. Yeah, exactly. So, but, you know, I definitely love going to the movies to 
and everything too to have that celebration and also too you can actually meet some new people that you never thought you would actually meet before and have a conversation with them a complete stranger and actually talk with them and join the movie or whatever and laugh at the same stuff or comment here and there because i've actually had that happen to me that's something that i really love about going to the movies is sharing that experience yeah i agree i mean also the fact that like I'm, you know, like you said, like you usually would go as like a date or something, but like we used to even go with my in-laws. We used to go see the newest whatever, and then we could go have dinner afterwards and have, you know, an hour-long conversation about the movie we just saw. Yep. If we liked it, if we didn't like it, if we if we were drawn in, and what was our favorite parts, and you know, it. I do miss the experience of it all. I do miss getting up and going to the movie theater. Like obviously, I was going enough. But like I said, I, I bought like a, you know, the year membership <laughs> pass to go so that I would right get on. the $5 movie deals and all that silly stuff. But it pays uh, off in the end, though. It, and it does. Exactly. That's the thing is like you literally wind up getting like free movie tickets and free popcorns and stuff like that. And I mean, it's not cheap to go to the theater to begin with. No, definitely not. And then also, too, um, I used to do this. I used to do dinner and a movie when I was on a date, but then I was like, you know what? Let me do this ass backwards, right? Yeah, movie and a dinner. Yeah, because here's the thing. It's already awkward already for the first date. You don't know what to talk about. So you go see a movie, right? And then you go on ahead and you talk about the movie, which opens up for conversation, which also opens up to getting to know the person that you're with. Right, and also, especially if you go to, you know, move if you go to move a uh, movie and then, or dinner first and then you go to the movie dinner not only is awkward because you don't really have anything to talk about especially if it's a first date or whatever but also then by the end of dinner you kind of both already know if you really wanted to continue this date or not but if you already made plans to go to the movie now you have no choice exactly <laughs> like she might already be like mm, this is over but now I have to go sit for two hours with you <laughs> Exactly. It's like, eh, it's been fun. Let me see here. What kind of excuse I can get to? Oh, yeah. Let me go ahead and go to the bathroom for a few minutes and waste some time. Let me call one of my girlfriends up. Right. <laughs> hey, look. Oh, I have a family emergency. <laughs> well, I hope everything's okay. Yeah, me too. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But I actually had that happen to me. Like, I was. You know, uh, it was supposed to be a first date, but it winded up being me, this girl, and our friend. And I was getting ready to go to the movies anyways to see uh, to see the movie Saw, one of the Saw movies with my friend Kevin. But, you know, it was just a first date kind of scenario where it was just going to be lunch. And it turned out that it was me being ignored and talking about people that I have no fucking clue at who they are. But I was supposed to make them feel like that I knew. <laughs> so, Ooh, yeah, that's weird. So yeah, so why'd she bring a friend on a date? I don't have a clue. That's weird. Yeah, and they both quit their jobs that same day and were celebrating. So I kind of went into a girl's day out slash date without even knowing that's what you I was wound up being to. the third wheel instead of the friend wind up being the third wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, okay, so no second date. But I'm trying but to think was, of what our last movie experience like pre-pandemic was. And I think it might have been like 1917. Ah, that's a great movie, to be honest with you. Oh, it was fabulous. I think we saw it with the reason I said that we used to like go with our in-law, my in-laws, was I think we went with my in-laws to go see 1917. That is such a great movie. Um, and well, and you know, Rick's a history teacher and a history buff. <laughs> right, of course. And so I that worked too. out well. <laughs> yeah, that worked out well. Another thing, too, is like um, pre-pandemic, you know, we're dealing with people with cell phones and stuff like that. So with me being me and who I am, I was being optimistic, especially with Kong versus Godzilla and everything. And I was thinking, OK, maybe there might not be anybody on their cell phones. Maybe people are going to be where... They're going to be happy going back into the theater, having that movie going experience. Maybe I might not have to get on to anybody or anything like that. But guess what? There was actually somebody sitting right next to me with a cell phone out and talking the whole time. Well, not talking, but Ugh. texting. I believe it. 
Honestly, I feel like people think that, like, since what, and is it, like, less crowded now? Because right. also, you know, the pandemic. So they probably think you're like, oh, it's not going to bother anybody anyway, because they're far enough away that they're, it's not going to trigger anybody to see me on my phone. But of right. course, like, you know, it's annoying when people are on their phones in the theater anyway. <laughs> Definitely. It most definitely is, to be honest with you. And also, too, I mean, I was expecting a good movie-going experience, hopefully going back into the theater again. It did take me out of it a little bit, but then after that, I snapped right back in and tried to ignore her as much as I could. Yeah. But, but that's See, one of, don't take this the wrong way, but uh, but uh, that that's not a movie that I would ever in my life have paid to go see in a theater. Um, but I, it's just not my type yeah. of movie. Right. right. I get that. But, it was, um, uh, but yeah, it was like five dollar Tuesday kind of deal. So yeah, and I get it, but right, yeah, no, not for me. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like my sister said, right? My my brother in law goes, it was um, my sister's like, so how was the movie? My brother in law goes, it was fantastic. Oh, they did no. something. They did. <laughs> goes. They did something different this time. And my sister's like, what could they possibly do different to a gorilla? <laughs> and everything. <laughs> So he's like, and then after that, he did say anything. He just kind of had his head down. He goes, "I brought candy back," and then puts the candy on the counter and walks off. <laughs> it sulks. I like her response. That's right. fabulous. It was that's hilarious. Funny. That is funny. <laughs> what could they do that's different with a gorilla that they didn't do before? <laughs> he's like, "I brought candy back." Boom. <laughs> Walks off. Well, right. <laughs> He's like, I'm sulking in the corner now. Right. <laughs> that's fabulous. Yeah, it, that's it really great. is. But yeah, um, there have been some disappointments. You know, whenever it comes down to the Warner Brothers content, as far as the streaming stuff goes for HBO Max, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, the only thing that I can say that was actually pretty good was the Snyder Cut so far. So. My whole thing, so I didn't even realize like HBO has like paid movies that you can also watch. I uh, guess you, does H is a, is HBO everything's free, right? Yeah, everything's free. It's oh, just that they have a because the way it works is this: Warner Brothers has a contract out with HBO Max to be able to play their movies, and everything. Okay. So that's how they're able to do these free movies and stuff like that. It's because they actually have a contract out for them, right? Yeah, because I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't think I've seen HBO selling anything besides, you know, HBO. <laughs> right, exactly. And, you know, the only thing that I see that they had going for themselves right now is the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut was actually probably the best thing that they had on HBO Max so far. Yeah. But I'm excited for Mortal Kombat whenever it drops. Oh, uh, let's see, a- I'm, a, I'm, that's like my game. Mine too. That's my childhood. <laughs> Rick Rick gets so mad. That's like one of the only games that I can like really kill Rick at. And he's like, it's a button mashing game. It's not real. <laughs> I'm like, I, see I mash buttons better. <laughs> I can just see him go- saying that as he's getting aggravated with the game. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like we're now like eight to one. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, and he'll be like, up. And, like, my hand's, like, cramping up at that point. You know what I mean? Because I'm not really a gamer. Right. Uh, and so. that's like my friend Gus. I'm like, he did a vitality on me. He was like, I was like, how did you do that? He goes, I don't know. I just pushed the buttons. Exactly. <laughs> Rick asked me all the time. He's like, he's like, how do you do the combination that you just did? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, he's like, but you did it three times. And I'll be like, I know. <laughs> I know. But I don't but know I don't what know I'm doing. I did it. I just button mashed. I was like, I've been doing it since I was a kid. My brain has some muscle memory, maybe. <laughs> right? It just fucks on that muscle. <sighs> but, but yeah, that's something that I'm really excited for, to see what this new Mortal Kombat's going to look like. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, like, Amazon's been pretty much killing it. I haven't really watched mm-hmm. a whole lot of it, but I've been noticing that they've been lot- putting out a lot really quickly. Yeah, I have watched a lot of good content from them, especially Why Not in Miami. That was a good one. Then a couple of other independent stuff, a small independent projects that I got to check out that I interviewed a couple of people for. I actually got to check out some of their project, their projects on there. Oh, that's cool. 
So it was like it was a cool experience to experience that on Amazon versus watching it on YouTube and stuff like that. Because you know, it makes the person that's actually doing these independent projects feel like that they're larger than life, to be honest with you. It makes it feel so real, like you have something on Amazon and people might actually have a chance to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And uh, one of those movies was Concrete Jungle I checked out. Then there, there was another one. There was like an overseas movie called The Midas Touch that I checked out. And it's kind of a raunchy comedy kind of thing. But it was fun. It was funny for what it was. And then, of course, I watched another movie on YouTube called Alone, which is an independent project that I did a review for. But still, it was fun watching, uh, just seeing those small, smaller films. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I, I'm all for like watching all the free content because, like I said, I'm, I, I hate to be like, oh, I'm so cheap, but oh, I'm so cheap. Well, to <laughs> me, it's not about being cheap. It's about what what your budget is like, right? Because here's the thing: you, we're getting rid of probably. Uh, satellite and all that pretty soon anyways because everything's going to streaming services but right, i haven't had cable in oh my gosh uh i'm gonna go seven years okay that's that's good though but i still have direct tv unfortunately i don't know oh, no. uh-uh. yeah and what do you but, watch on your direct tv well it's not so much as me it's what my mom watches because mm-hmm. she likes her element she likes all that other stuff and things like that me just giving my streaming services i'm good that's us, but, yeah uh, but basically is this, you know, I feel like by the time you get done getting all the streaming services that you want, you pay just as high for those services that you do for DirecTV. It adds up over a period of time. But it's not about, to me, it's not about being cheap. It's about what, what your budget is like and what you can afford. Right. Well, and I agree, like, honestly, uh, between what Amazon Prime... Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus now, uh, HBO. At one point, we had Stars. I think we recently canceled that. That's like six streaming services. It probably is the equivalent of what cable goes for here when we add it all up. But it's nice they're not all doing one big shot. (laughs) You know what I mean? Most definitely. And also, like, you got to think, like, when I started Netflix, it was like, $8.99 $8.99 or $9.99 a month. I think it's like 15 bucks now. It's crazy because I was like, there's not even that much stuff on Netflix for me to basically keep. Yeah, they have some good stuff, but not enough for me to keep my attention. Don't get me wrong. I love Stranger Things just as enough Nick's as the next guy. And I like a couple of their other shows. But most of the shows that I like, they canceled. Well, that's the thing is like I had downloaded Stars originally to watch uh, Outlander. And I'm an Outlander fanatic, but the first four seasons of Outlander are on Netflix. So after I finished watching the new season, I canceled my stars. Next year, it'll be on Netflix. When the new season comes out, I'll download Netflix for one month, binge watch all of them, and (laughs) cancel it again. (laughs) You see, that's what I did with uh, Cobra Kai whenever it was on YouTube Red. I went on ahead. I subscribed for YouTube Red for, I think it was three months. No, not three months. Maybe a month. And I did it during the month that the second season was going to drop. So I binge-watched all the first season. And then when the second season came out, I binge-watched all that. And then after that, I canceled YouTube Red. Right, exactly. Pay a month or two, whatever, and then cancel it. I mean, if you're only watching it for one show, there's no point. Exactly. Because don't get me wrong. I love original content. Original content is what gets me going. But if you don't have enough original content, if you don't, if your original content is not great, I'm not going to stick around to find out if you're going to end up doing better. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And I mean, so I hold on to Netflix, I guess. I I don't really, I don't really know what keeps me going with Netflix, but I guess because it's the original like, OG of the yeah, streaming. Exactly. Like that was the first streaming service that I ever was like, oh, I have to have this. Exactly. And, because- and occasionally Netflix, like you said, Stranger Things, they drop they drop great shows sometimes, but it's they're getting further and fewer in between. They definitely are. And you know, I didn't even like here's the thing. I watched the uh the show Glow, which is a woman's wrestling type of show. And I winded up liking it. And then all of a sudden, they're like, well, we're going to cancel that. I'm like, 
Well, so much for that. Well, you know which one Rick really loved? Uh, Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, yeah. Okay, and I heard that was that, really good. It was really good. It's so funny. Drew Barrymore's in it. She's, like, you know, top-of-the-line actressing. And uh, and I think they only did two or three seasons, and then they canceled it without, like, any closure of the show. That's, they that's what sucks. They were like, oh, sorry, we're canceling. And it's like, but but you just left us hanging at the end of the last season. And they were like, too bad, it got canceled. And I was like, she got better. To, she got offered a better job. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for her, but bad for us. Because exactly. we, we, we need closure. We're the type of people that actually need closure in our lives. <laughs> right. And they could have really kept that, that show going for a few more seasons. No problem. And you see, I would actually thought that Santa Carla Diet, I thought for sure maybe someone might buy it from Netflix for the rights, maybe Showtime, maybe HBO, and then continue off like they did with Lucifer, with CBS. But they never even right. did it. Yeah, but you know what? I feel like Netflix isn't good about that kind of stuff either. I feel like they like to hold on to their own content. Like, right. uh, you know, like Disney owns everything now, pretty much. Right, because here's the thing with Disney. They own Hulu. They also own a part of ESPN. They, they, uh, they own FX. Yep. Uh, get this. When Fox took over, they own... Here's the thing. Fox only owned 30% of Hulu. Now that they own Fox, now Disney owns 60% of, of Netflix. Of not Netflix, but Hulu. Right. Which yeah, is so crazy. That's a huge chunk, yeah. So it's like everything is now owned to the mouse to Disney. And I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next? Are they going to try to go after WB? At that point, they're monopolizing. Although, I wouldn't say that they probably already are monopolizing, but, you know. Well, they've been monopolizing <laughs> for such a long time, to be fair. Right. They own so much that, like, people don't even realize, like, they own your news channels. Come on now. Right, ABC. But, like, <laughs> like, in what world? But, I mean, hey, they've got the money, they've got the name. Right. Who's going to say no to that? Exactly. If they have the money to back it, then yeah. I mean, they own Star Wars for crying out loud. Which is, right, exactly. And I feel like with that, with Star Wars and everything, you know, George Lucas is probably kicking his own ass for selling that to them. them. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's getting his cut. He is. He's getting his cut. But I mean, I've been. I'm like, sure he's happy to sit back and just collect. True. Just have a big old huge dump pile of money coming right. to his house. <laughs> like, like I'm picturing him on like a beach, but the beach is just made out of money. I can see that. Like right. a kind of like a Scrooge McDuck kind like of feel. A, to like it. a like a palm tree, just of built up cash. <laughs> I can definitely see George doing something like that. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he's, a, I, I, right. I don't think he's regretful. And and if he is, you know what? That's his own he's doing. He's still okay. Right. <laughs> like, he's exactly. not suffering for it. He's like, uh, let me go in and wipe out my tears with my money here. Yeah. Let me go in and get a couple hundred dollar bills. It'll be mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> this, these are the softest tissues you've ever felt. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Let's see. And then also, too, I mean, I, I, I'm i actually, I have Paramount Plus as well. So streaming that, services. I was going to say, is that another thing to add on to your streaming services? I don't even, I didn't even know Paramount Plus was a streaming service. Yeah, actually, it was uh, CBS All Access, and then it got changed over right. to Paramount Plus. Oh, because okay. Paramount, yeah, because Paramount ended up buying uh, CBS All Access. Gotcha, gotcha. And to be honest with you, I haven't seen enough content really to say that you should get it or not. I just I'm just watching it for the stand for Stephen King because I'm a huge Stephen King fan. The newsstand. I heard such terrible things about it. I'm only watching the. I'm in. I'm only in the first episode. So <gasps> you all, we'll have to talk about that in our own little private chat because I need to know if it's worth watching. To I'm... be honest with you, is it starts out the same as the '90s. It does. See, I heard that it's not nearly comparable to the original. You see, in the first half, it is kind of comparable, but, you know, I need to watch more so I can give you a yay or nay on it. Yeah. But 
you know. So is it a mini series the way the original was done? This is more of like a season one type of deal or one off. That's what kind I thought. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they did. As a matter of fact, the season's actually over with. They're not even thinking about right. making out season two. And I was like, right. oh, how could they do that? I'm like, it's a one-off. What did you expect? Right. It's based off of a show that was six hours long. Like and also a book. <laughs> You know, right, so. well, exactly. Well, and it's funny because like Rick hates because I actually own the original on DVD, and you know I think it's two DVDs because it's a mini series. Right. And Rick absolutely hates when I watch it because I'm always like, we have to watch the whole thing, and he's like, but the whole thing is like six hours, and I'm like, yep, <laughs> yep. It's a, like a whole day event when you had to watch the stand. Exactly. Like you and have I to remember- go from start to finish. <laughs> And you know what's funny? I remember renting the stand um, at Blockbuster, and it was like a two, uh, two VHS tape tapes stuck uh-huh. together. Even still, I don't even think they put it all on one DVD. That's why I think I have two. Right. I think it's like part. <laughs> it's like part one, and then there's like it ends with remission. And I was like, you don't need a remission. Just hit next. I can, see Rick, I can see Rick going, I need intermission in my life. I need a break. <laughs> I'm like, make a stand. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I can see, hey, Michelle, yeah, do uh, you want coffee? Because I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, but, the, the original stand is like, it's amazing. And I'm also a Stephen King fan. And I like most Stephen King remake movies. They're pretty good. They definitely are. Some of them are good. Um, I definitely like the Stephen King's It remake uh, for the first one. The second one, not so much. I like aspects of it, but I didn't love it as much as the first one. Well, I definitely agree. The first one is uh, got like the creepy factor mm-hmm. and the horror itself, which is what brings you to the book. And I feel like the second one has got more of almost a, like a comedy creepy to it. Right. Kind of like a dark comedy kind of vibe to it. Right. Which and I don't I mean, mind. I but... don't mind it either. I, I enjoy it, but you're right. It doesn't compare with the first one in the way of the book if that's what you're if you're looking right. for it to match up with the book you have to go with the first one exactly um, and uh, we're we're dreamcatcher fans oh i love dreamcatcher dreamcatcher is awesome the yes. book is awesome yeah and the movie was done well yeah it was pretty much um page by page if you actually think about it from a perfect adaptation of of a book to be honest with you I mean, of course, whenever you remake a movie from a book, it's going to miss some of those little details that you were looking right. for. But I, I agree for comparison. It's it's pretty darn close. Most it's definitely. got most of those little the treats that you want, like uh, how how uh, the thoughts run through their heads and how he's, you know, he's got the whole bookstore in his mind and yeah, I think exactly. they do it pretty well. I think so too. I definitely love the bookstore in his mind and stuff like that. I just wish they would have put the little it Easter egg in there. I think that would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Cause it is actually one of my favorite novels. So, um, but anyways, um, is there anything else that you wanted to catch up on, catch on with the streaming movies at home versus watching the movies at theater though? Um, I feel like we covered most of it. I mean, okay. I'm excited for someday the pandemic to be over and go back to the movie theater like a normal person and not just go see Shrek. I understand. <laughs> like, and I'm hoping to go to the theater and it's actually where I can see regular movies, but I'm hoping to see a better movie than what I saw. So oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> well, see, and like, uh, you know, obviously now we have a toddler. She's not really at the age we're going to the theater to go see a movie that me and Rick might enjoy is really a feasible thing, but it'd be right. nice to get a babysitter and say, you know, not, not like the babysitter from our sh- or other podcast, right. um, but, <laughs> but, you know, a babysitter to watch Willow and go see an adult movie and be able to actually sit down and enjoy it but uh, i just don't know when that's gonna really be a feasible thing luckily i'm already vaccinated rick's half vaccinated right hopefully in the next six months to a year that would be a great thing but i feel like even our movie theaters you know they've been doing so badly with the pandemic right that they're 
literally trying to sell $5 tickets all week long. So, who right. knows? And, right, and matter of fact, in Los Angeles, a movie theater closed down. I uh, forgot what theater closed down, but uh, one of the movie theaters closed down because of the pandemic, because of the fact that they didn't have enough money to keep things running. Well, and that, that makes sense. Honestly, I I don't see how much longer ours could do it because we have, within a 20-minute drive from my house, I have three movie theaters. Oh, wow. I wish right. I had that convenience, to be honest right. with you. Well, so we have an AMC in one town, in one town going one way. We have an AMC in the same town going the other way. And then we have a, a marquee movie theater literally also in the town we live in. Okay. So two of them are in our town and one of them's in the town next door. And honestly, if I drove 30 minutes, I could go to another movie theater. Oh, also wow. another AMC. Why do we have three AMCs in a 30 minute radius? I don't know. But that's pretty convenient, though. If you can't see one of the show times or whatever, you can go to another one. And that's literally how we used to do it. But, like, um, it's interesting. Like, uh, you know, I guess all the theaters probably now are the same. Uh, right. Where, you know, uh, you all have the electronic chairs now and you could sit back and it's right. not just going into it. Like, it, now it's all like, fancy going into the movie theater um but our one theater in our own town they didn't do that for the longest time i feel like they were like the last one on the book to get that done so they just had like the old like you know crappy shoving everything in one seat and this fold down seat that you had that would (laughs) bounce up every time you stood up and uh so i don't know i honestly don't know if that one's open still (laughs) Man, uh, I remember going. Here's the thing: we are the you know I told you about 45 minutes away. Well, one is a grand theater, and the other one is a theater in the mall. So I used to go. Okay, so if I miss one, I can just go down to the one in the mall and see what they have and everything, right. and do it that way. And I can eat in the mall and then go ahead and go see my movie. But I also like the grand theater because they also serve buffalo wings now and other stuff. So I'm like, eh. What do I want to do? <laughs> so, so the theater that we have that's 30 minutes away, I actually don't think I've ever actually gone there, but that one does that. It's like a restaurant mm-hmm. in the theater, I guess. I don't know. I've never been there, but apparently you can order food to get like delivered to you at your seat. Yep. You just have to go ahead and give them your seat number and then they go ahead and deliver it. Yeah. See, I've never done that. That's That's a little much for me if I'm going to the movies. I just want my popcorn, maybe some nachos. Right, exactly. <laughs> you don't want indigestion either. So, <laughs> right. It's like, ooh, that hamburger, I shouldn't have done it, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm just, here's the thing. I grew up in the 90s. I'm I'm just an old classic person where I like my popcorn and I like my Coke. That's all I want. Right. I don't need, I don't need actual food. That's why I go out to a restaurant to have normal food. I want. Right. Stuff. I want to get fat. I want popcorn. I want soda. You know? Right. That's what uh, it's funny. Like, give me some bunch of crunch to mix in with my popcorn. (laughs) And I'm also, again, this is me being cheap. And I know it is Rick and I usually stop at like the nearest dollar store or pharmacy or whatever and buy all our candies and shove them in my purse and then just have to buy the popcorn and the soda at the place. That's what I do though too. As a matter of fact, that's what my brother in law and I did. I got some Reese PCs. He got some other chocolates or something like that. Exactly. And that's what we do. Bring them with you. Save yourself twelve bucks. <laughs> exactly, because the combo alone will char- will charge you about fifteen bucks or twenty dollars just for a combo. I know it's like seven dollars for like a box of candy. Like get out of here. Right. Exactly. Like okay, I can go down to the drugstore, get me something to eat, get me some candy, and then come back. Come back next door to where the movie theater is, and I'll be good to go. <laughs> so. Oh, so with that being said, um, I think that's going to be it for the show and everything. I do appreciate you coming on michelle i really do I, I enjoyed having you as a guest i would like to ha- have you back again absolutely thanks so much for having me i i had fun and uh i'd absolutely love to do it again soon most definitely and uh i'd like to have you back maybe for the Mortal combat one and maybe some one of the other th- topics that we talked about earlier 
Yeah, so, absolutely. We'll get right, soon. Most definitely. And all right, guys. So if you guys want to go on ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, go on ahead, show me some love over there. Another thing too is if you guys want to donate to the page, how do you do that? Just go to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. Also too, we also have a website called www.movieloversunite.com for all your entertainment needs and wants. Go over there, show me some love over there. Of course, you can follow me on Facebook at movie lovers, TV lovers tonight over there underneath the same brand on Pinterest and also on Instagram as well. You guys can also follow me at Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter and then, of course, on Movie Lovers uh, Unit over there on the Stereo app. Sometimes Charlie and I do some shows over there. And then, of course, you guys can go ahead and email me at movieloversunite at gmail.com. And those are all the places that you can reach me at. And, of course, you get an audio-only episode of this show and many more wherever you guys get your podcast at. And, of course, always until next time, guys. It's been fun. It's been real. I can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DiGorio. And I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King. The list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on, on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to Daily News Digest. From the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that, too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately. And everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless.